Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins, thank you very much for being here. There's breaking news as we're coming on. David, I know you have the latest. Well, okay, so it looks like there are manned paragliders coming into northern Israel right now uh, from Lebanon, uh, attacking northern Israel, so it is officially opening up a two-front war for Israel. And right now, you know what the president of the United States is doing? Taking a nap. No, he's he's having he's hosting an event about junk fees. Oh God! I... Yeah, the Biden administration is currently hosting right now a mom who is talking about paying an unwanted service fee while recently buying a ticket on an airplane. That couldn't wait, huh? No, it couldn't couldn't cancel. Can't pivot on that stuff. Okay, junk fees are important. You know. As the president spoke yesterday, part of who he was talking to was Hezbollah. At least that's what media was reporting to yeah. say, hey, anybody else thinking about taking advantage of this situation right now? Don't. Don't. I heard that. Okay. And you can see how much Hezbollah took that into consideration. Apparently not at all. Yeah, no. He's going to get out there today and say uh, that Dr. Jill took all his junk fees away from him. They're is that bad, what it is? bad for his health. Yeah. Junk food! Okay. Wow. Okay, so that's going on right now, and just trying to figure out exactly where everyone stands on this, because it seems like the Democratic Party has made a major shift. Uh, yeah, I, I think so. I think they've been shamed enough into uh, noting that the people who were going out and rallying uh, in favor of the Palestinians right now... Mm-hmm. I think they realize that most Americans look at that and are pretty horrified by it. Absolutely. And, you know, even people who may be sympathetic to the Palestinians in general, right now is not the time because after the attack that happened over the weekend and now what is continuing today, it's not a, well, both sides kind of conversation. Not at all. It reminds me of what happened last week with the wall. Yeah. All of a sudden... Biden administration, well, we got to do, we got to put up this wall. Well, why do you have to put up the wall? You said the border was secure. Well, we see the polling, so we're going to have to at least appear like we're trying to do something here to keep people from coming in. Yeah. So, you know. And now it's all of a sudden we're denouncing the Democrats that are trying to sort of marginalize this whole thing into, well, it's just two sides fighting one another. No, that's not what this is at all. It's savagery. Yeah, it took a few days to get the messaging together, but the White House must have seen the polling and decided they were going to throw the lefty socialists under the bus when it comes to the Hamas attack on Israel. Uh, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre was asked about Democrats in Congress, which were not named, but I'll just name a few off the top of my head. Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, uh, AOC, etc. Cori Bush was was one of them, who reacted to the slaughter of women and children by saying the U.S. needs to stop supporting Israel. Wow. And, well, here's what Corrine Jean-Pierre said. 
White House Press Secretary. Uh, I've seen some of those statements this weekend, uh, and we're going to continue to be very clear. We believe they're wrong. Uh, we believe they're repugnant, and we believe they're disgraceful. Uh, our, our condemnation belongs squarely with terrorists who have brutally murdered, raped, kidnapped hundreds, hundreds of Israelis. Uh, there can be no equivocation about that. There are not two sides here. There are not two sides. No. They know they can't side with these people. They understand that. That's political suicide. Yeah. Isn't it amazing you have to say that out loud? It is. It really is. But again. This is where we are. But, I mean, it's just, I have to point out there's not two sides to this story. And you have to say it because there's a lot of screeching out there that there is, in fact, two sides to the story. Well, as we were talking yesterday and about, I mean... It's just the fact of what's going on. It's horrific. Babies decapitated. God. Right? And we were all talking about, you know what? You need to ask some of the squad. You okay with this? Mm-hmm. Hillary Vaughn from Fox News did that. This Rashida Tlaib. Unbelievable. This is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. And what did she have to say? Terrorists have um, cut off babies' heads and burned children alive. Do you support Israel's rights to defend themselves against this brutality? We're just going to go through here. You can't comment about Hamas parents chopping off baby's heads. Keep walking. Just walking. You can't stop for a second and talk about the horror of that right. no. and denounce that. You can't do it. No. Okay. Do you have a comment on Hamas parents chopping off baby's heads? Hillary Vaughn didn't let up either. All mm-hmm. the way to the elevator. No, I mean, this going. thing goes for well over a minute. Just repeatedly asks her st- and to leave one time turns around gives her a scowl but doesn't say a word you have nothing to say about heads. can we take a line from the left the silence is deafening yeah well yeah i mean I, I, you can't stop in your tracks because no matter right. what you know the situation is if you are somebody who says well yeah i support you know, Palestinians' right to self-determination, whatever, however you want to wordsmith it there. Obviously, if somebody said, so are you in favor of, you know, Hamas chopping off babies' heads, that, that would cause most normal people to stop and say, well, hold on a second. No, I'm not in favor of that. That's a exactly. different conversation than what I've talked about in the past. Unless. Unless you are in favor of it. Which is what you're led to believe. And why wouldn't you believe it from everything that she has said in the past? She's well, got the uh, Palestine Palestinian flag hanging, too. Sure. Right yeah. There. And, I mean, remember uh, a few years ago, I mean, she was on a podcast or uh, I think yeah. it was a podcast and said that she had calming feelings thinking about how her ancestors reacted after the Holocaust. Well, and I understand people said, hey, wait a second, that was taken out of context. That's not what she meant. Right. But it was very confused at best. Yeah, well, and also ahistorical, because she made yes. it sound like all the entire Arab world was like, yeah, man, bring in more Jews. They uh, were forced to. That, yeah, that's, that's not how that went down. <laughs> but Exactly. And so you wonder to yourself for a second, how did someone like that get elected? I don't know. The answer was yesterday. In Dearborn, Michigan. Yeah, there was a pro-Hamas rally in Dearborn, Michigan at the Ford Community and Performing Arts Center. Uh, the place was packed. The official capacity for the theater is about 1,200. So I assume it was at least 1,200 because it looked like there wasn't an empty seat. 
from the video mm-hmm. that I saw at least. Uh, and while some people who put this on said, hey, we're not pro-Hamas and we're not pro-terrorism. But those same people led this chant, as reported by uh, Brendan Gutenschwager. Okay. From the river to the sea. Palestine will be free. No justice. No justice. No justice. No justice. That means eradicate the Jews. Yeah, it's from the Jordan River to the sea. I mean, that it's wipe them out. Exactly. Do you think a lot of the people on universities or the campuses of universities across the country understand that that's what they're actually talking about? Or are they just dumb along for the ride? Like, this is the fashionable thing to do right now is to go out and protest in support of the Palestinians. I think that's true in a lot of cases, yes. Yeah. I think that's why you're seeing the backpedaling from some groups that right. have signed on to support yeah. the Palestine letters uh, on college campuses. One, because there are major financial institutions and law firms who are saying, yeah, anybody who signed on to that letter, we're not going to hire you. You got an internship, exactly. you're done with that. We're, you're not signing on to this terror attack, and we are not supporting you in doing so. And so there's some backpedaling going on because you got to always remember you're talking about like 18 to 25-year-olds who know absolutely nothing. They're idiots. No. They don't know anything. No, they don't. And and you're right. Spend some time talking to a few. They I mean they, they you know, <laughs> they they make things like this. They think they do. Right. They but you you soon find out how indoctrinated our own younger demographic oh, is. Yeah. They don't understand world affairs because they've been lied to most of their lives. And most parents didn't know this was even happening until, you know, within the last few years. Like, what? Are kids being taught what? It wasn't the normal history we were taught? What? Well, probably not. <laughs> no. Uh, based, a, based on what you hear coming out of said schools. And I understand. Then there's this other part of what we're watching unfold right now. God. Okay, as you see the ground forces ready to go into Gaza, okay? And you're hearing all the reports of civilians being killed in Gaza. And that's terrible, of course. But we all knew this was going to happen, and Hamas knew this was going to happen. Okay? And then you hear these reports of, you know, people within Gaza. And this isn't everybody, but this is certainly a good part of the population. When they first found out, about the Hamas attacks in Israel, they were ecstatic. Like, oh my gosh, this is a historic day. Oh, our brave Hamas fighters. Until they realized, oh, wait a second, they're they're bringing, they're kidnapping people, bringing them here? Oh no. Israel's going to rain down terror on us. Yes, of course, that's the way it's been working for years. Using civilians as human shields. This isn't anything new. And again, you hear about, well, here's the terrible thing about the Palestinians, is that Hamas basically uh, holds them captive. But you go back a few years, they voted for Hamas. You're trying to figure out, okay, what is the real story there? Because so many news outlets you can't trust, and you're going after what is the real truth. There are going to be innocent people caught up in this, obviously. Absolutely. But what is Israel supposed to do? Right. Calling for the ceasefire. That's despicable. 
so yeah, much to report as we have, you know, obviously breaking news going on on this right now. Um, something else I want to get to. I found this to be really interesting. It's something we've talked about before. Department of Homeland Security. Alejandro Mayorkas. Who's that guy? You know, talking, you know I, we've all said it. He should have been impeached a long oh, time gosh, ago. Oh, gosh, yeah. But the other question is, did he just confess to multiple felonies? Let's and hope you, so. You could make that argument. We want to get to that. And then within our country, as far as, you know, the culture wars, the NHL has taken a stand, it seems, David. Yeah, they, they have decided that they are going to ban teams from using pride tape. And that, it's actually a company that makes rainbow flag tape for the blade of the uh, of a hockey stick. Mm-hmm. And they, they've said, no, you're not going to wear You know, we're going to have a, a strict dress code again. If you want to take advantage, or I'm sorry, not take advantage, but if you want to take part in some celebration as a team, you can, but you have to adhere to the dress code. And I think it's because they're realizing that that whole thing, people, they've lost people on it. Well, last year making, you know, tell me if I'm wrong. I thought the NHL was very much insistent on teams doing the Pride Night, and you got to wear the Pride yeah, jersey in the warm-up. And so you had some players say, not going to do it. And then you had, you know, media freaking out, even people within the NHL freaking out about it. But now it's a 180 saying, no, we're not going to let you use the tape. I thought you were the ones forcing people to do this stuff. Yeah, now now they're they're out because they realize, I mean, it must be some sort of internal testing that shows that people are turned off by it. And honestly, it's... <laughs> you like, needed testing? Yes. Apparently so. <laughs> but this is what happens when your media relations and your special events coordinators are all like 28-year-old females right out of college. Right. And you let them take the lead instead of saying, hey, wait a minute, you know, maybe the gruff Canadian guy who comes into work drunk at least one day a week knows the audience a little bit better yes. than Sheila. You know? It's... it's it's unbelievable it takes that and what happened last year to do a 180 on the whole thing. Wow. If only the other professional sports took notice. I think they end up and will. Yeah, maybe. More than likely. All right. Breaking news out of northern Israel next. triggers are everywhere from dust mites pet dander and pollen to smog and smoke an asthma attack can strike anywhere anytime be prepared with quick acting primatine mist clinically proven to open airways quickly it's the number one fda approved asthma inhaler available over the counter primatine mist breathe easy again use as directed 36,000 25 one. These are the three numbers to remember to get the visibility and control you need to make the right business decisions instantly. 36,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less and drive down expenses. One, because your business is a one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth. 
manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash mvr that's netsuite.com slash mvr to get your very own kpi checklist netsuite.com slash mvr you can live out your master chef dreams when you find a professional on angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Well, there are reports right now of an aerial incursion uh, in northern Israel. Um, and they're saying it's Hezbollah fighters, but still waiting to see what the shape of this is, uh, right now. Obviously this is breaking news. This is, um, this would of course, again, be the two front war nightmare scenario that drastically ups the risk of a, of the region blowing up. I mean, it's a, this is a big deal, obviously. And it's interesting because as we're getting these reports, as the Israeli government is saying that, yeah, you've got like paragliders and commandos coming in from the north now from southern Lebanon. Uh, the Biden administration, in an article that was just posted a few hours ago, said they do not believe at this point that Hezbollah is likely to join Hamas's war in force against Israel. And officials think the warnings are having an impact. Five hours from Biden late, yesterday saying don't. Oh, yeah. don't. Five hours later, we're getting reports that, yes, in fact, there is an incursion happening in the north of Israel. And then a possible incursion will be happening from the east. And it'd be a three-front. That's the fear. Um, We'll keep an eye on that, obviously. You know, I mentioned this, so we should probably get to it. As far as Alejandro Mayorkas... Department of Homeland Security in our country, um, and we know what's happened at the southern border. We'll have, you know, more extensive uh, reporting to get to on what's happened over the last few years coming up in a bit. But I saw this piece today from, I think it was a link from Real Clear Politics, asking did Mayorkas just to confess, just confess to multiple felonies, and he, yeah, because he's lied to Congress so many times. That's true. But they say, okay, this could be the proof now, because as he has said, you know, repeatedly, Um, the border, the border is secure. I mean, that was March 17th, 2021, September 22nd, 2021, April 28th, 2022, Um, many times in 2022, uh, earlier this year in 2023, says it all the time. Border is secure. Uh, Well, after the 180 last week. To start construction of a border wall, you look at the statement where he says there is presently an acute and immediate need to construct the physical barriers and roads. Why would that be? Basically, what it comes down to, you go through that entire statement, people look at it and say, wait a second. Yeah. You're basically saying, I've lied. I've lied to Congress over this amount of time. Oh, yeah. Well, you can't do that. No. At least you're not supposed to be able to do that. 
So I I hope they follow through getting him on that. This it's is the Markley, a- Van Camp, and Robin show. Okay. We know the biggest story, David. Um, it's what's happening in Israel. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. And, again, wondering what, what is going on in the north because there were many uh, alerts that were sent out and reports about aircraft that had come in. Uh, and right now the IDF is saying, hold your horses. Uh, we detected something, but we cannot find an invading force right now. So that's right now the good news update. Again, it's breaking news, so we'll see. We'll have to follow all of the details here, but... Right now, that's encouraging if they haven't come into contact with any enemy. That would be good. All right. Keep you up to date on that. And an interesting take from Alan Dershowitz on the way. Smile. Smile, buddy. Come on, smile. Oh, honey, he's still not smiling. Maybe he's not a smiler. (sighs) Yeah, maybe he's just not a happy baby. Maybe he's just being a boy. You know how boys are. Or maybe he's teething. Oh, poor baby. I think his gums hurt. Maybe he's just tired. Or maybe his tummy hurts. He didn't eat that much. Maybe he's not ticklish. You think maybe he's scared of the dog? Maybe he'll outgrow it. Maybe it's a phase. Maybe he just doesn't like smiling. Maybe he has autism, and we can definitely do something to help. Maybe is all you need to find out more about autism. No big, joyful smiles by six months is one early sign. Learn the others at autismspeaks.org signs or see a doctor today for an autism screening. The sooner it's diagnosed, the better. And it can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. A dental sealant is a thin coating that's painted on teeth. It's a quick, easy, and painless way to help prevent cavities in children. Sealants prevent the most cavities when applied soon after permanent molars come in. That's about age 6 for first molars and age 12 for second molars. Sealants can protect against cavities for up to 9 years. They can be applied in dental offices or using portable dental equipment in community settings like schools. Although the number of children in the U.S. with sealants has increased over time, low-income children are 20% less likely to have sealants and twice as likely to have untreated cavities than higher-income children. Untreated cavities can cause pain, infection, and problems eating, speaking, and learning. Applying sealants in schools for low-income children could save millions in dental treatment costs. To learn more, visit cdc.gov slash vital signs. My name is Lola Silvestri, and I'm going to be 95 this year. I spend a lot of time in my backyard. I feed the birds and the bees. I love my flowers. The color in my garden keeps the pink in my cheeks. I was very independent and thought I could take care of myself. I fell and I had to have meals on wheels. I love them. They're my savior. And I look forward to volunteers because they've all become my friends. It's Meals on Wheels. America. 
Let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Being around too much loud noise like a leaf blower or rock concert can cause permanent hearing loss. And once it's gone, you can't get it back. Hearing loss is the third most common chronic health condition in the U.S. Almost twice as many people report hearing loss as diabetes or cancer. The louder a sound is and the longer you're exposed to it, the more likely it will damage your hearing. Repeated exposure to noise can cause stress, anxiety, depression, high blood pressure, heart disease, and many other problems. Hearing loss from loud noise at home and in the community can be prevented. Avoid noisy places. Use earplugs, protective earmuffs, or noise-canceling headphones when near loud noises. Keep the volume down when watching TV or listening to music and using earbuds or headphones. Get your hearing checked and ask your health care provider how to protect your hearing from noise. To learn more, visit cdc.gov slash vital signs. Heroin use and heroin-related overdose deaths are increasing among people from all walks of life in the United States. Most people are using it with other drugs, especially prescription opioid painkillers. Using heroin along with other drugs or alcohol compounds the risk of overdose. States play a key role in prevention, treatment, and recovery efforts. States can address the strongest risk factor for heroin addiction, addiction to prescription opioid painkillers, by improving prescribing practices. For people already addicted, states can improve access to substance abuse treatment services and expand access to naloxone, a drug that can reverse the effects of opioid overdose. Everyone can learn about the risks of using heroin and other drugs, get help for substance abuse problems, and learn how to recognize and respond to an overdose. To learn more, visit cdc.gov slash vital signs. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Thank you very much for being here. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer, David Van Camp, the Blaine, the Sexy Boomer, the Birthday Boy. Mm. Scott Robbins, more on that in a couple of minutes. Uh, do you have a news update, David? Yeah, so we're still trying to track down what was going on in northern Israel because the report was, I mean, people were being told to shelter in place, that there had been some sort of aircraft going in. Uh, paragliders were the reports, at least in northern Israel. But right now, the IDF is basically saying exercise caution in the area, but we're looking to see the scale, the scope and scale of all of this. There had been other reports apparently uh, that the U.S. Embassy in Beirut had been mm-hmm. evacuated. That is not true. Uh, the staff are apparently there working as normal. They did say, hey, if you need help with anything, you know, here's the hotline to call, whatever, for any American in Lebanon uh, who wants to get out before anything hits the fan, um, there's a way to do that. So right now... Uh, again, just trying to sort through what the details are as far as what happened in the north, as Israel in the south is now uh, preparing once again to go into uh, Gaza. So it's possible that whole thing was a false alarm? M- maybe. I, uh, y- we'll see. You just don't know. Mm. 
when you could see where that could happen. Mm-hmm. You know, it's reported one place. Everybody in a rush to just you know be on top of yeah. what's going on. Well, everybody wants just, to be the first one. You know, it's happened. Right. You know, many times. Well, they they detected something coming in from the north, and they thought it was the paragliders again. But they're looking to see what again what the scope and scale of everything is. Got it. Okay. Keep an eye on that. Um, anybody see Alan Dershowitz or the clips of it on Hannity's show last night? I did not. Okay. So he said this. I was a little bit surprised because you don't hear too many people going this far. But you know, We've talked about it a little bit. Obviously, Iran is involved. Sorry, Iran. That's the head of the snake. As far as Hamas, Hezbollah. They fund it, train. I mean, and, you know, sometimes our officials are like head in the sand on that. Like, oh, no, we have no proof of that. There's proof all over the place. In many cases, it's not a big secret. So as, you know, Dershowitz was talking about many things, like what's been happening on college campuses throughout the United States with the pro-Hamas rallies, which is disgusting, um, he also said this. We're never going to end this this Hamas violence by just going after Hamas. We have to go after Iran. Iran is the country that promoted this. The only alternative to stop this is Israel must destroy Iran's nuclear reactor. This is the time to do it. Well, that make you a little nervous? Well, sure. Yeah. Why does it make you nervous? I'm not saying it shouldn't. I'm just curious why. No, because I don't want to see World War III. I understand. I mean, I, and again, if there's no other way out, I mean, Lindsay was talking about bombing their oil fields, and yeah, you know, but that took it one step further when you bombed the reactor. Um, gosh, I don't. I mean. It's just every day you're praying that World War III is not going to break out. Every day I feel like we're getting closer and closer. And that's an inflammatory thing to say. But at the same time, it may be necessary. Let's face it. We're three jabucks on the radio. Yeah. (laughs) Right. We don't have all the information that, quote, the officials have. You're just watching this unfold, and you can't help but have your own opinions on things. Okay? I mean, certainly when we're talking about Ukraine and Russia – I mean, the biggest fear is World War Three. Yes. Because Russia has the nukes. Yes. Okay. Well, if you go the next step and you know Iran is doing everything they can to have nukes, imagine if they already had them now. Oh, yeah. How horrific that would be. And the country with the nukes has all these different organizations that can go out and do their dirty work for them. Hey, Hamas, we're going to train you how to go after Israel. Because, I mean, it's not like Iran doesn't state they want to wipe Israel off the face of the planet. They don't want it to exist. You can't reason with people like that. No, there's no reasoning. So what do you do? Well, strap yourself in if we get involved with a war with Iran. I'm not saying we should. I'm saying it's just part of the conversation. When you play the whole thing out. I just go back to the weak ass leader we have in this country and leadership we have in this country that allows this sort of thing to prosper. 
Yeah, dude. I mean, doesn't it seem like there's no there's no foot on the neck of these people anymore? Is it this simple, David? You tell me. You you were certainly on college campuses. You you know understand the thinking. Um, to say that there's a whole group of people that think you know what if we're just nice to people like Iran, if if we just you know put our hand out. You know, and and help them succeed. That they'll kind of see things our way and want to live in peace. Is it that simple that these people are that naive? Yeah, I think so. Well, I I think what the default mindset for a lot of liberals is is they want to see the world, or rather, they see the world as they want it to want be. To. Yes, and think that if we just do this, then everything will be cool. I mean, you see it, I mean, small potatoes compared to terrorism in the Middle East, but, um, you know, with with the permissibility of open drug use and drug dealing in major American cities. Right. Where it's like, well, if we just decriminalize, then we'll have fewer criminals and everything will be fine. Right. And that's actually not how any of that works because there are bad people and desperate people who do bad things. And part of the foundations of a society is putting up guardrails to make sure that the average person who just wants to go about their everyday life can do so. Sure. They don't want to realize there's evil. Isn't that Satan's greatest trick? To convince humanity he doesn't exist? Oh, sure. And to me, the left is just like, well, not, no one's inherently evil. They were just dealt a bad card. We're going to help them out so they can see our utopia. It doesn't freaking work that way. That is just not reality. Well, Golda Meir said it years ago, right? I mean, you can't you can't have peace with people who have come to kill you. Of course not. There's no such thing. And that never ends with these people. And she knew that. Yeah, of course. There, there's and the either or people. Again, man, it's so simple. <laughs> if Israel says we're laying down our arms... What happens? They're decimated. Mm-hmm. What happens if Hamas, Iran, whoever says we're laying down our arms? There's peace. It's pretty much that simple. Well, you're assuming people have the same moral compass you do. And they don't. And they don't. No, they don't. All right. More on that a little bit later. It's that time of the show. Got to go around the table. It may not be the biggest story out there today, but it catches your attention. David, what's your story? I I like this story. There's a reverend who previously led protests against police, organized a massive pro-law enforcement multi-city rallies over the uh, weekend, talked to Fox News Digital about what happened. And um, what what he told Fox News Digital was law enforcement officers have been rightly or wrongly demonized and demoralized and really disconnected from their communities over the last three or four years in a way that has had a detrimental effect on crime and violence, on law enforcement as a profession, and by extension on communities. So over the weekend, he flew to a bunch of cities across the country engaging with law enforcement, uh, highlighting the need for more police officers, stronger communication between police and the communities. And to me, it's like, well, you know, I, I wish that if you were out there doing the whole defund the police stuff i wish you would have really thought this whole thing through because it was obvious what would happen but i am glad that we have at least one person in a position to try to change hearts and minds who's realized i messed up 
and I'm going to change things. I'm going to try at least to change things. Yes. Mm -hmm. Man, that's a great story. That's to be applauded. Yeah. I mean, when you're faced with the facts, it's time to change your mind. Think of all of us in this room politically over the last, what, 25 years? Yeah. Oh, once you're shown the truth, and especially if you're in it every day following it, you kind of see, all right, who are the liars? Who's telling the truth? What's the best way to go about things? You, you can't help but see it. Are we supposed to just stand with our old beliefs and try to defend them when they're indefensible? No. Good for that guy. What's your story, Scott, for well, what's your gee, story? Well, I feel like David and I are kind of on the same path today where we're, we're sort of doing good time stories based on previous bad time stories. But the Alaska uh, School Activities Association in Alaska, complying with the August 31st decision by the Alaska Board of Education, has now amended their bylaws to prohibit transgender girls, <clears throat> boys, from competing in girls' sports. Good. That completes the process. Boys can no longer compete on girls' sports teams in Alaska. The Alaska School Activities Association has decided to enact a bylaw. It's a change that bans transgender athletes from competing in girls' athletic competitions. The policy is in line with what transpired with the School Board of Education back in August when it passed a regulation that says essentially the same thing. The vote, by the way, was rather close. It was 5-3 to three in favor of the new rule which, of course, is in response to the Board of Education's new regulation. So, sanity. So, three nitwits still there. Exactly. Yes. Not to be a downer no, on that three story. Three nitwits couldn't be voted out next election. Hopefully. You know who they are now. Yes. Yes. Uh, for my story today, for what's your story, it is the triumphant birthday of one Scott Robbins, who was nearly dead eight years ago in the hospital, unconscious during his birthday after his heart attacks. Mm-hmm. It's a walking miracle. Um, I think Trump actually wished Scott a happy birthday. I understand you marked another important milestone. I know everyone here joins me in wishing you a very happy birthday. And I thought that was very nice. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. President. Him to do that. And I want to highlight, and we don't know who gave it to you yet, but you opened no. this box. Yeah. And if you listen to the show, uh, you know that Scott has... Uh, some different loves in his life. Yes. Okay. Different yeah. collectible things. Yeah. Well, it's like baseball. Different passionist, yeah. Autographed yeah. baseballs, so I have a lot. You're a collector, and you yeah. like your kitties um, and cats. your blankies yeah. and your essential oils, and also Funko Pops. I love Funko Pops. The little dolls. Those are... <laughs> what? Funko Pops are a thing that I collect um, of Funkos that I, uh, I really like. It's not just every freaking funko that comes but out if you don't know what guy. it is it's this little doll thing yeah. well it's it's more of a bobblehead type thing that you would get but it doesn't bobble <clears throat> at a baseball game but it doesn't bobble though. they're collectibles they look like the figures and uh for me it's music guys and sports guys someone sent you a funko pop for your uh, birthday me. yeah and it's 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 you it is me yeah, I'm I, I'm thrilled with this. It's a the Funko Pop has a baseball hat. It's got the glasses. Yeah. It's holding a baseball and, and a microphone, and then it's got two kittens. Right, two cats. <laughs> yes, which I have two cats. <laughs> it's incredible. It's a really cool gift. It is a cool but we gift. don't know who sent it to you. No, I have an idea, but I don't know if it's true or not. So we'll wait and see. Please, at least we got to know who it is.
Yeah. Well, please hit Robbins up. Let him know. Okay, it was me. I mean, it's nice that someone does that anonymously, but man, I would love to know who it was. Yeah. It, did it come with a little blankie and some Michael Jackson wall art? Okay, David. See, see, you've taken a beautiful moment now and just completely wrecked it. Oh, I'm just wondering how detailed no, this person was. Yeah. When people are singing. There's like Cracker Barrel servers across America all singing today for Robbins. It's really nice. Well, no, it was Scott, but hey, you know, you got the idea. It was nice. I did, good singer, I did spend a birthday at a Cracker Barrel once. You love gravy. That was before the heart attacks. Yeah. Anyway. Just had a shot directly into my veins. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, brother. Thanks, man. Okay. There's much to get to. Um, a Hamas spokesman. <laughs> you got to hear straight ahead right here. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week, no thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. 36,000, 25, 1. These are the three numbers to remember to get the visibility and control you need to make the right business decisions instantly. 36,000, that's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25, NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less. Close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down expenses. One, because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. NetSuite is everything you need all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance for free at NetSuite.com MVR. That's NetSuite.com MVR to get your own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com MVR. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. So Chris Cuomo, was that News Nation? That's uh, what he's on now? Yeah, not on CNN anymore, obviously, but he's on News Nation. He oh, that's is some in, local cable outlet? No, well, <laughs> no, it's it's like the also-ran cable news uh, okay. network. Dan Abrams is a part of it. They're, making They're trying to be in the middle, they say. Yeah, they, they, that's what they say, at least. Now, Chris Cuomo tried to get an interview with the spokesman for Hamas. Osama Hamdan is his name. And the dude wussed out of the interview because he didn't like that some people that he was hearing through his headphones 
apparently don't agree with the idea of slaughtering a thousand innocent civilians. Wow, okay. Roll it. No, you didn't told me that the situation would be like this. I will leave. Thank you very much. Bye. He left before the interview even started. <laughs> what do you think the interview was going to be about? Uh, good question. He's like, well, I'm talking to Chris Cuomo. He used to be on CNN. Surely he'll give me a sympathetic ear. Yeah, that's true. Well, it <laughs> it's funny because all I can think about are the different Hamas sympathizers and supporters that talk about how brave Hamas was to do what they did the other day in Israel. You know, like hang gliding into a music venue where no one's armed and taking out people. Yeah. Real courageous. Yeah. Real brave. Doing that. everything else that they did. Ilan Omar on to uh, tell us why she said that Israel should be charged with war crimes for going into Gaza. Did she say that? Oh, yeah. So they're just supposed to lay down their arms. They're just supposed to not not go after and try to get their hostages back. It's a war crime. Oh, please. You're killing innocent women and children. She said, "No, Hamas is killing them." Yes, yeah, David, That's exactly. I, I what's agree, one hundred percent with you. Yes, these people are despicable. They they float around in our Congress. How they get elected? It's I mean, they're part of that universe. Holy cow! Yeah, how's your brother? Still married? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. You married the white guy. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Right. This is the Mark Van Camp and Robert Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Thank you for being here. Okay, David, there were some reports coming out of northern Israel earlier. What is the story there? So uh, the Jerusalem Post is reporting uh, people in northern Israel were told to shelter in place because of a large-scale attack involving drones coming in from the north. Uh, there were initially reports of terrorists on paragliders. Rocket alerts were issued. Terrorist infiltration alerts were issued. Uh, in fact, uh, is Israel fired a couple of rockets uh, across the border to take out observation posts and the all clear has been given for now they think there were surveillance drones that crossed in basically okay but obviously everybody is on edge in israel because of what happened over the weekend and continues to happen today yeah it would be when we were first hearing about it i'm like wow the paragliders at night and where are they going yeah because it seemed pretty coordinated what happened the other day at the music fest. Yeah. So, okay. Well, that is the fear. The one thing that, you know, we just touched on earlier was not only, you know, from the north, but attacks from the east. And who knows where all of this is going to go. But one thing you can bet on is how media is going to react to it. And, I mean, you called this yesterday about Biden. 
saying he's not going to do this, is he? Oh, and well. he did? I haven't heard this yet. Yeah, Joe Biden gave a speech on the U.S. support of Israel after, of course, the horrific terror attack over the weekend. And yes, in fact, he did bring up losing members of his own family. He did, too. I know. Golly, man. It, it wasn't as brazen as it's been in no, the past, but, it, but it was it's there. there. It's there. Okay. Today, Americans across the country are praying for all those families who have been ripped apart. A lot of us know how it feels. It leaves a black hole in your chest when you lose family. Oh, my goodness. Feeling like you're being sucked in. The anger, the pain, the sense of hopelessness. Okay. That was a massacre the other day. It's a terrorist attack, at the least. It's not the same. People in his own party have said he's got to yeah. stop doing that. He's a narcissist. Like, I, I mean, yeah, losing your son, Bo, a few years ago to brain cancer. I mean, that's a, a horrible thing. Uh, certainly losing his first wife and daughter in that car crash yes. in the 70s, terrible thing. Not the same as animals from Hamas paragliding in and chopping your baby's head off. Someone writes this stuff for him. And again, as you've mentioned before, David, it's a whole lot of Ivy Leaguers that come in that have no sense of the real world and think this is going to connect with the little people. Show empathy. It doesn't. Stop making it about you. Well said. Once. Well said. God dang. Anybody watch any of the coverage from Legacy Media? today last night uh, some yeah and listen i'm not trying to minimize palestinian families in gaza and how horrible that that is right now I get it okay but the way that's being played from media i guess it's about what you'd expect not coming right out and saying well israel shouldn't do this or not they're not going ilhan omar on it but still Painting this picture that, well, this is awful. And, you know, how does, you know, the death of another make the death of the other person okay? It's like, hold on a second. Israel's got to defend itself. They've got hostages to get. You have to understand this is a much bigger picture. Um, and then there are other reports coming out, David, and you have this story. I saw this. That Palestinians initially were ecstatic. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, the Israeli news outlet, it's a, a liberal outlet, Haaretz, uh, has a report out about how Palestinians initially saw the terror campaign launched over the weekend inside Israel. And oh, they talked, for example, to a 34-year-old woman in Gaza who said that October 7th was initially a historic day for the Palestinian people. Uh, most Palestinians from Gaza who spoke to uh, Haaretz described the first hours as the beginning of the liberation of Palestine. Quote, we were ecstatic. It's like a dream that's hard to wake up from. But as the picture became clearer and I saw that there were Israeli prisoners, I realized we are in a nightmare in hell. Yeah. Yes. And it's hard to know what everyone's feeling is. A lot of times, Palestinian people have been portrayed as under the evil rule of Hamas. And you're also reading different reports. Well, they elected him. Very pro-Hamas. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, you'll hear, well, you look at the polling. What polling? You can't trust anything out of there. Right. I mean, to tell the tell the poller that you love us, 
or we're going to chop your head off. Right. You love us, right? Yep. Love Hamas. Yeah, you're looking over your shoulder while you're answering the question. Yeah, yeah. who knows? Mm-hmm. But again, you ask the question, what's Israel supposed to do after what happened the other day? Not defend their country? You understand, we've been over this. It's not like the Palestinians want to live in peace as far as the entire culture. They've had opportunities over decades. No, they don't want it. They don't want a Jewish state. They want the Jews gone. And there is no, you know, coexist. Looks great on your bumper sticker. That's not the reality. So what are they supposed to do? Take it. I guess. Yeah. And then no. what, and then you think this is going to stop? Or exactly. Like when Hamas, what was it, yesterday, day before? Hey, we can talk about some sort of negotiation now. Yeah, yeah, no. That now that hell's raining down on us. Yeah, yeah, it didn't work that way. We go slaughter your people. Okay, all good now, right? No fighting? Uh, no. Well, you gotta you got to pop the bully in the mouth because if you don't, the bully comes back every day. You got to. Dude, they won't be happy until there is no Israel. And you can't live with someone like that. Again, Israel has done their best over decades. I'm not saying they're perfect, not by any stretch. But when you look at the history of it, what are the choices they have? Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on. Um, what is this bold plan for peace? Oh, I, I just think this adds maybe a little bit of levity to a very tense and horrible situation. Okay. Uh, there's a guy named Frank Fleming. He's an author and does video stuff for the Daily Wire. Okay. And he, in a very understated way, uh, has cracked the case when it comes to finding peace between the Palestinians and the Israelis. Okay. Okay. All right, let's hear it. Here it is. The Palestinians need to stop murdering people. I mean, maybe you can find something else, you know, uh, you enjoy other than murdering, like um, like maybe you could murder goats. Um, that's called substitution. <laughs> maybe they can even begin to pal around with the Israelis, and then they no longer be known as the Palestinians, but as the friendistinians. Uh, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> a little levity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I won't even call this levity. T- totally different story. I happened to see this today, and I wanted to play you a piece of audio just to get your reaction, just real quick. Um, you know, current terminology sometimes can mean something that would it what it would have meant, say, 10, 15 years ago. So currently, the definition of out of pocket. You know what it means for yeah, a younger yeah. generation. For a younger generation, I know what yeah, it like means. Gen Z. What do you say? Out of pocket. Well, means? out of pocket means I'm out of touch. I'm. I'm. You can't get a hold of me. I'm out of pocket. Yes. Yes. As the boomer on the show. Yes. That's the old meaning. Right. Yes. So there's a new one. I'm guessing. Oh yeah. Okay. I, I know this for my kids. Let David have a whack. At I, this I, I just think of out of pocket, and I think about healthcare costs. <laughs> Well, yeah, you're older than Robin yeah. <laughs> on his birthday. Wow. Well, I've got little kids, and uh, the out-of-pocket line on the bill is always yeah. staggering. <laughs> okay. So for Gen Z, like if I'm having a conversation with the kids and I say something a little irreverent just to get a reaction, Dad, that's a little out-of-pocket. Uh, it's a little unhinged, hmm. a little out there. Got it. That's what it means. Okay. Okay. So 
as this is making the rounds online, it's a lot of Gen Zers making fun of the older generation. Mm -hmm. Okay. And there's an example that's been going around about this guy talking about his boss. All right. So I just want to play it for you and then get your reaction. Roll it. My boss, every time she's going to be out of the office for a portion of the day, not the whole day, but like for a, a, a doctor's appointment or something, she'll say, so I'm going to be out of pocket today from one to two. <laughs> it just cracks me up every time because it's like, what you going to get up to, girl? Reaction. Hmm. David? Yeah. That guy wants me to pay his college debt. <laughs> right. Right. Just take a skillet and slap him upside the head with it. Yeah. <laughs> Smug ass. That's that's part of it, isn't it? Yeah. It's like especially during times like these where right. you have different people, college campuses, or out on social media giving their hot take on the quote conflict in the Middle East. It's like you have no idea how dimwitted you are. Right. When it comes to the important things in life. So you're making fun of the older set for not being up on your hip lingo when you don't have a freaking clue about life. Yeah, go post and you're it. whining around because you're thousands of dollars in debt go post for a, a job that pays thirty two grand. Go post a filtered picture of yourself on your social media <laughs> right. page, you jackass. <laughs> That's the reaction I thought that I'd probably hear. Yeah, yes, pocket yeah. when you don't have a job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where to get to? Oh, did you hear what uh, Iran's Khomeini has said about what's going on? You're going to want to hear this. And much more straight ahead. Thirty-six thousand. 25 one. These are the three numbers to remember to get the visibility and control you need to make the right business decisions instantly. 36,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less and drive down expenses. One, because your business is a one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all your KPIs in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need all in one place. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at NetSuite.com slash MVR. That's NetSuite.com slash MVR to get your very own KPI checklist. NetSuite.com slash MVR. Do you hear that? Asthma triggers are everywhere, from dust mites, pet dander, and pollen, to smog and smoke. An asthma attack can strike anywhere, anytime. Be prepared with quick-acting primatine mist, clinically proven to open airways quickly. It's the number one FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over-the-counter. Primatine mist. Breathe easy again. Use as directed. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommends a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. 
Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Jamie Markman, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. So Ron, they support Hamas and Hezbollah, north of Israel. And uh, their leader, Ayatollah Ali Khamenei, said from the military and intelligence aspects, this defeat on Israel is irreparable. Mm-hmm. I'd be really careful, dude. Irreparable? That's what he is saying. Yes. Mm. It's a devastating earthquake. It's unlikely that uh, the regime will be able to use the help of the West to repair the deep impacts that this incident has left on its ruling structures. And these are evil people. These are terrible people. And don't seem to be the smartest saying something like that. Anyway, and then he says, yeah, well, hey, uh, we didn't plan this thing. No, of course mm-hmm. not. He did say we kissed the foreheads and arms of skillful, intelligent designers and Palestinian youth. But those who say the recent epic is the work of non-Palestinians suffer from miscalculation. Okay. And even John Kirby said, uh... Ron's been supporting Hamas for many, many years. That's not a secret. No, it's not. No. It's out there. I'm like, what? You, you think Hamas figured they, they got all the money? Which, by for the all way, their weapons and their intelligence brings into question again the six billion dollars. Hey, it's been if assured, we, hey, if that, we know this has been going on for years, but it had, that money's not been used oh, yet, and they can take it back away anytime. Okay, sure. okay, it's not like you're promised the money and then you feel free, like, hey, we can just use this yeah. as we want now. Because it does look like, yeah, this this attack was planned months ago. Some people think even longer than that. Cancel the Ayatollah's debit card. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Golly. But again, I mean, you go back to the Obama administration. That's when Ron first had sort of the ropes let loose where they could really be profitable. Well, the Iran deal. Oh my goodness! Yeah, they. Well, they. We talked about it last week. There's now reporting that several people within the Obama administration and who are, have been brought back with President Biden were compromised by the Iranians. Yes. They were actively working in favor of the Iranian government, including one woman who's still at the Pentagon in a pretty high-ranking uh, administrative job. Uh, actually asked permission from the Iranian government before attending certain conferences, what she should say, etc. We've been infiltrated in more ways than we have any idea, I'm afraid. Yep. Um, so then Khomeini says this. The calculation of the illegitimate regime, still talking about Israel. Israel. Okay. And its supporters in this regard is also wrong. The rulers and decision makers of the Zionist regime and their supporters should know that these actions, talking about Israel going into Gaza, will bring a greater disaster upon them. And the Palestinian people, with a firmer determination, will slap their hideous faces harder in response to these crimes. These guys got away with words, don't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I understand you see that. You try not to get too emotional about it, mm. you know. But, you know, you're thinking inside, man, I'd like to see them get taken out, too. Mm. Yep. Because, of course, 
it's not like Iran has not been clear that they want Israel gone, not to exist. Well, here's the thing, too. If you can cancel the payment, then do it. It should be automatic. And freaking do it and tell us you did it. Of course. I mean, if you have that kind of power, Kirby, then do it. Well, diplomatic relations and the hostages, and that was the deal. No, say, look. No, we, you're not getting a freaking cent. We know you're behind this. Therefore, if we can pull the plug, we're going to. And if you tell me you can, then let's go. Let's do it. What are we waiting for? All right. Yeah. It's Scott Robbins' birthday today. Yeah. Happy birthday, man. Thanks. You know, we we'll bring that up throughout the show. I know. You're going to bring this crap. But uh, seriously. Bring what crap? No, I mean, this crap, what, what, what we're dealing with I right know. Now. I mean, I, I look at this, night. they've been yapping about this. Not one penny has got to. Well, then you can, if you can stop it, stop it. I agree. What's wrong with you? Let's think about something happier on your birthday, at least for 30 seconds. $20,000 charged on my debit card. I can stop it, or I can let the guy go ahead and keep spending. Okay. I saw Michael Jordan in the news today. Did you really? Yeah, you showered with him once, remember? I did. We're, fr we're friends. Yeah. Playing a basketball game together. Yeah, I've seen him naked. 1986. Yep. Charity game. Yep. No, I saw Michael Jordan's name in the news because a 2,749-pound pumpkin is named Michael Jordan. It just broke a world record. <laughs> the goat. Yeah, the guy that grew it <laughs> uh, named it after him because the year is 2023. Of course, Jordan wore 23. He said, this is the greatest of all time, this pumpkin. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin show. Okay, I think I know the biggest story of the day, David. Yeah, the ongoing war in Israel as uh, Israeli troops are lining up to go into Gaza. We'll see what happens there. There was some confusion uh, in northern Israel today as apparently it was surveillance activity that was happening on the northern border. And uh, everybody thought, okay, this is, you know, the government thought this is another invasion on the northern front, which is what they're really worried about. And uh, so there was a shelter in place. There were warnings that were given out. And the all clear has been given there. Okay. And am I, am I to understand this right? Jake Tapper, CNN, is surprised to know there's anti-Semites on the left? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Straight ahead. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. I'm Jamie Markley, the Gen Xer. David Van Camp, the millennial. The birthday boy, the sexy boomer, Scott Robbins. Hey, now. Uh, okay, let's get to this. I want to hear Jake Tapper. He's somehow surprised the people on the left are anti-Semites? Yeah, it's it's very odd. Jake Tapper has done some digging and has stumbled across. That, you know, I, it's, it's shocking how many Democrats and uh, liberal activists seem to be in favor of what happened to Israel over the weekend. Okay. These last few days have been a real uh, eye-opening period for a lot of people, a lot of Democrats, a lot of progressives, in terms of anti-Semitism on the left. A lot of people who seem more shocked at dehumanizing language uh, used by world leaders to describe Hamas than what Hamas actually perpetrated on Saturday. Okay. <laughs> David? Yeah. Scott? I know we all follow news every day. Doesn't yeah. Jake do the same? Uh, I would think so. How does he not know that? Yeah, it's, it's like it's not a one-off with... You know, Ilhan Omar saying that Israel has, what did she say, hypnotized the world or yeah. anything like that. It's actually part of the far-left progressive agenda. 
The SWAT's been talking about this for years. Yeah, it's it's not exactly a surprise. Not at all. You know, by the way, on that, I mentioned Alan Dershowitz earlier. He's from Harvard. And he was on Hannity's show last night. And Hannity basically had a panel. And they were talking about what had happened at Harvard. You know, I mean, it's awful. You get these student groups saying, yes, this just... This should be celebrated, the Hamas attack. It's just a little bit of that conversation. They're the most privileged people to have ever lived in history. And this is what they wind up being? This stupid? This, this hateful? Is, this is not only anti this is not only anti-Israel, it's anti-American. It's deeply, deeply anti-American. These bigots hate America with a passion. And the reason they hate Israel is because Israel is allied with America. Look, I'm in favor of free speech. Let them say what they want. Just tell us who you are so we can respond, so we can hold you accountable, so we can tell law firms not to hire you, so we can take whatever you say and respond to it. Right. Because we don't share the same worldview at all. Mm -hmm. It's not even close. And it is anti-American. I saw this whole piece from the Washington Examiner. And it talked about uh, Lawrence Summers, former uh, Harvard professor, or president actually. Said, in nearly 50 years of Harvard affiliation, I have never been as disillusioned and alienated as I am today talking about the two dozen Harvard student groups issuing a joint statement supporting the attacks. Unbelievable. It, okay. It's the people that are going to run companies someday. Harvard doesn't have the same reputation that it would have had 20 years ago. People see it for what it is in a lot of ways now. But did you ever think there would be a time where you'd see something like that? Two dozen Harvard student groups supporting the attacks of what we saw over the weekend? Do they know what happened? Do no, you support I, that? I don't think they do know what happened. No, they, they did you, know David's happened. right. They don't. And, you know, you're, you're seeing some backpedaling from some of the people involved in it and in this whole, like, oh, this is about breaking out of your open-air prison and all of this stuff in support of the Palestinians and in support of Hamas. And I I genuinely think they don't know what the dynamic really is uh, between Israel and Palestine. And even if you're sympathetic to the cause of the Palestinians overall, how can you look at what happened over the weekend and, and even for a second think this is a good thing or that this is just, you know, the oppressed fighting back? No, they they decapitated children. Uh, they were raping women and parading them around the streets. They were openly desecrating the corpses of dead Israelis. And it's not that hard to recognize that's bad. So they either don't know the extent or they're that brainwashed. I mean, they're brainwashed already. How far gone? You know, with all the reports, I just don't know how you wouldn't know. If you're actually going to say, yep, support this, that you wouldn't know exactly what happened. Well, you know, the, the interesting thing is uh, is not only what happens inside of a classroom, uh, but also what their peer groups talk about and what social media they get exposed to. Yep. Because if mm-hmm. you look on TikTok, and I was having this conversation with a, a friend of mine just last night, 
who doesn't really know a lot about what's going on, doesn't really understand a lot of it, and was sharing some sort of uh, Cliff's Notes-style TikTok videos where people are explaining the dynamic or trying to. And it is so heavily stilted against Israel. I can understand why someone who gets their news from TikTok influencers would come to the conclusion... Not looking at videos of, you know, cribs splashed in blood, but not not having been exposed to that side of the story. I can understand where you would be duped by that. It's it's falling prey to disinformation about the dynamics at play when you're talking about Israel and Palestine that a lot of these young people get targeted by and influenced by. That's one of the problems that we really have. We've talked about it in different ways. But kids are indoctrinated from a very young age. And it's taught in a way that's a lot different than it would have been 30 years ago. Sorry to old man river you. But that's that's just the way it is. You hear younger people talking, even that said, yeah, this was awful. But you know, the Israeli government's pretty sus. Right. Hold on a second. <laughs> Do you really understand the dynamics of this entire situation? Because I'm guessing you don't. Well... You know, to dovetail off what, what David said, too, I think, too, you have to dive into the fact that there's a whole lot of hatred out there for Christians. Absolutely. 100%. And, and th- Jews. Uh, and Jews. Christians yes. and Jews. But anything to do with Christ um, or anything to do with a following of Christ. You have that aspect. Yes. No doubt about it. And then you have this other aspect where you have such critical race theory running through the universities and the high schools and before that, well, basically this is another situation. You know, the Israelis are holding down the people of color. Well, sure. Decolonization. Yes. is what it's all about. And it's really jacked up, man. There's going to be a lot of work to be done if we're going to save the country in the future. Mm-hmm. You know, this is part of the story, too, from the Washington Examiner. Um, talking about the statement signed by students at Columbia. It said, as Columbia students, our classes regularly discuss the inevitability of resistance as part of the struggle for decolonization. We study under renowned scholars who denounce the fact that the media requires oppressed peoples to be perfect victims in order to deserve, deserve sympathy. Oh my gosh. That's brainwashing. That is. And the whole thing is, that they're renowned scholars. They give each other awards, and then everyone is supposed to just expect it. And we've talked many times, especially in the last five years, the word expert doesn't mean jack freaking crap anymore because they've been exposed in so many different areas. Mm -hmm. And they make the point, the nation's college students are being taught to side with terrorists um, by the far-left academics we have allowed to monopolize our nation's institutions of higher learning. This has happened over a long period of time because they have consolidated power on college campuses. Wow, man. Here's the last part of this story. Um, Denial of truth in academia is so bad that the most recent college graduates cannot recognize reality in front of them. Asked by YouGov if Hamas deliberately struck Israeli civilians... The vast majority of all U.S. adults said, yes, did. But just 32% of those aged 18 to 29. Hmm. 
So I guess that goes back to your point, David. They really don't know what happened. No. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of work to be done. And you think that's just from social media and where they're going to school? I, I, yeah, I think so. I mean, even in my uh, personal experience going to college, the first world history class I ever took, I was 18 years old, and the opening lecture set the tone. And even then, I mean, I was a, I was a good, long-haired, mutton-chop-having, dope-smoking liberal at mm-hmm. the time. Uh, even then, I was like, okay, lady, uh, calm down a little bit. But the professor's opening 45-minute-long uh, 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 lecture was all about how American foreign policy is really hinged on oppressing what she called little brown people. Wow. And that's what the world history course would revolve around, how America only got it, its strength through oppressing, seeking out and oppressing little brown people and everything was through that lens of america really is the problem in the world (laughs) and then you get and then it's like okay now me luckily i mean again long-haired mutton chop having dope smoking 18 year old you know was interested in finding out other things and you know you take a look back and it's not just rah-rah American patriotism, but if you look at the 20th century and then into the 21st century, uh, but particularly the 20th century, when the other world superpowers were enslaving people, killing people by the millions, America was almost single-handedly lifting up the standard of living for everyone around the world. It's absolutely true. And you really can't deny that. It's not that everything was perfect. No. It's not that like, oh, yeah, by the way, you know, the Vietnam War happened and there were some really nasty things that happened Mm -hmm. then. You know, certainly the global war on terror had its its ups and downs. It's not that everything is perfect. But I would put America's reputation up against anybody else's in the world. Include well, especially China and especially uh, 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 Russia, because you read the 20th century history of China and Russia, it's every other page, dot, 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 and then a million people died. That's true. That's not the story of America, and yet you do have on every college campus in this country, you have history professors uh, and other lecturers telling people that America is actually the problem in the world. You're right. There's a lot of work to be done. Well, you'd love to see, of course, a network's never going to do this, to put one of these people in a debate on national TV about the history of the country. To wake people up so they know exactly what's being taught and how easy it is to refute it. And another story out there real quick. I knew we were going to get to this at some point. I know it's been said many times. Hey, it's not cool to applaud somehow if somebody loses a job. And I understand that. Yeah, there's some caveats there. How about this one? Washington Post is eliminating 240 jobs. Darn the luck. Yeah, they're going to be buying out people's contracts and paying people to quit and all that stuff because they said, hey, we got a great business model here, but we were a little over-enthusiastic. The readership numbers have plummeted. I mean, it's it's been a tough couple of years for a lot of national media if you follow the business, but I mean, a lot of times when you look at these outlets that are cutting jobs, 
Yeah. They did it to themselves because they became irrelevant. Well, listen, even liberals are going to figure out sooner or later you're lying to them. And they no longer can trust you. Why would they keep rolling back there? You're more optimistic than me. How so? I don't know if they'll ever figure it out or not. Oh, a lot of people have. Readership is down you like are, 28%. You, were, you used to be a liberal. Yeah, I'm a former liberal. So, see? Yep, you and I were in the same 12-step program. I think so. And then we quit drinking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Which was tougher, <laughs> the drinking. Well, sometimes stopping to drink will flip you. All of a sudden, <laughs> go, Am I drunk and stupor? Here's what I believe. Yes. <laughs> Much more to get to. Oh, I, David, you got the story about the protesters crashing a Pete Boot Edge Edge event? Yeah. We got to get to that. Much more coming up. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, Call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-330-2100. 800-330-2100. That's 800-330-2100. Hey, have you ever been ripped off? It sucks. Having a daily reminder of it is even worse. If you shave with a well-known Big Razor brand every morning, you might be thinking more about how much you paid for the blades than about how smooth your shave is. I'm Andy, the founder of Harry's. We give you a high-quality shave and an expertly engineered product for a fraction of the price that the big guys charge with no compromises. They have five blades. Harry's has five blades. They have a lubricating strip. Harry's has a lubricating strip for extra glide. They have a trimmer blade. Harry's has a trimmer blade for the hard-to-reach areas. They charge up to $4 per blade. Our German-engineered blades cost as little as 2 bucks. Big brands charge higher prices because they can. Harry's keeps you in mind, focusing on high quality at a fair price. So stop rinsing cash down the drain every morning. Get a great shave for a fraction of the price with Harry's. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash soul. That's harrys.com slash soul. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, so Pete Boot Edge Edge. Transportary or transportation secretary. Transportary. transportary. I, I, I like it. just shortened it up. Yeah. That's a racehorse I owned. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Got ahead of myself. Oh, right. Transportation secretary. Boot Edge Edge. He's got an event and then there's protesters? Oh, yeah. He did an event in Baltimore and a bunch of environmentalists crashed the event. You know, the Just Stop Oil crowd. Uh-huh. Because it's that simple, right? Just yeah, stop using oil. Duh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, one of the people who crashed it said, I volunteered on your campaign, Pete. You need to listen to us. 
Uh, but he got a little prickly about that. Yeah. Thank you for being involved in the campaign. I would really great, but that doesn't mean you get to run the events. Uh, even though you volunteered on my campaign. Sorry, Pete. These are your people, man. Yeah. That, I don't. I don't know what to tell you. You better listen to them. <laughs> you're the one. You're or you're one of the ones telling us that we have to listen to them. That we've That's got right. to, you know. Ride our bicycles around town more and give up ele- or get, you know, buy an electric car and whatnot, and support high speed rail because that's always been successful in America. <laughs> You're the one who wants us to do all of those things because of those people. You better listen to them, dude. Yeah, they'll eventually come for you, man. If you th- right? If if you don't think they will, they will. Communists always do. They do. Wait a second. Don't you get this? I was this mayor, and it was cool, and then they said you should run for president. I did. I got all of this attention because I was a gay male, and there were a lot of, you know, white women on the Democratic side that thought, well, that guy's pretty cool. And then uh, I dropped out of the race to help Joe win, and then I was promised a good job. I don't give two craps about this transportation stuff. It's, you know, for the prestige. Get off my back. Was that the thought bubble? Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. Close, I guess. Yeah. It was more like, like hey, don't you rubes realize I'm just using you? Exactly. Holy. Didn't you see the stun I pulled with that bike and kept it in the right. back of the SUV yeah. and then got it out like a block away to make it look like I ride to work? My dorky helmet? Yeah. Anyway, it's Robin's birthday today. I've got good news, I think. Yeah. You're a big fan of Seinfeld. I haven't seen it in years. I know you watch it every night. It soothes you. Every night. Yep. You didn't like the last episode, did you? Nope. Did you hear that Jerry Seinfeld recently said something's happening about that last episode? Oh. They might be making it right. A little birthday present for you. Good. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Are you ready? Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins. We just become best friends. Yep. Making sense of it all. Now I get it. And having some fun. Lighten up, Francis. This is the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. The Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Okay, certainly a lot going on. Uh, One thing we have not talked about yet today is our own southern border. A lot of people are talking about that right now. Like, have we set ourselves up for some sort of attack in the future? Yeah. There are a whole lot of people that are in this country. We don't know where they came from. We don't know what their intentions are. And the left and the media can say, just asylum seekers looking for a better life. Maybe. Maybe it's a high percentage. I mean... It's not a whole lot that would actually be accepted for asylum. You got a lot of single dudes. Uh, But as far as how many could possibly want to terrorize the United States, you don't know. All that has to happen is a few get in to start killing people. Mm -hmm. You don't know. I'm, I'm not saying that to bring up, you know, fear to anybody. But it's just the reality of the situation. We have no evidence to indicate that that's true. Well, we do have evidence that we got a lot of people that were known getaways. No, that, no that, that is true. And we have to assume that there's going to be some bad seeds in there. I, Daily Wire was reporting this. Um, I had heard it. And just to give you an idea, um, 
as far as the amount of people that have come through. I'll just play a little audio because I want to see your reaction on this. Go ahead. Here's some rough numbers based on what Fox reported of Department of Homeland Security data. And these are all attempted illegal entries from October 2021 through October 2023. Mm. 6,400 from Afghanistan, 3,200 from Egypt, 700 from Iran, 100 from Iraq, 30,800 from Turkey, really? and 12,600 from Uzbekistan. So those were all arrested trying to cross illegally. But what the data doesn't tell us is what happened after they were arrested, whether they were detained, deported, or released into the U.S. Hmm. Mm. Those are known as hotbeds. No, man, they love America. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I hear people in Iran chanting about America all the time. Oh, boy. Oh, another part of that. Also doesn't account for hundreds of thousands of gotaways never intercepted by authorities. Hmm. Yeah, there is that. Um, so they talked to Celine Rodriguez from the Texas Public Policy Institute uh, about this situation. She's pretty much up on it. We have our 1.5 million plus known gotaways. Uh, we have no idea who they are or where they're at or what their intention is. And that's just the known gotaways. We have no idea how many. That's known gotaways. 1.5 yeah. million. Did you realize that, Scott? No. Uh, no. I don't think most people it's do. It's a staggering, numbing number when you hear it. Yes. How many people came in virtually undetected due to the lack of law enforcement presence along most of the border? Yeah. Well, wait a minute. Huh? The border is secure. Secure. Tired How is that possible? Yeah. What is going on? Who's lying? Could it possibly be? I don't know. Mayorkas? Of course. Yeah. By the way, and I know it's your birthday, and I'm not just playing this little piece to get you riled up because I want you to have a happy birthday, yeah, Scott. Thank you. I appreciate it. But there was a particular part of this story. I'm like, yeah, this might send Robbins over the edge. I'm not quite sure. As you know, there are a lot of people that are coming across. They already have prepaid credit cards with them that you're paying for, Scott. The hell you say. <laughs> really? Prepaid uh, credit cards. Uh, here's Celine Rodriguez again from the Texas Public Policy Institute. NGOs are funded both by private donations and federal government subsidies. So it's easy to say that if an NGO is giving out certain resources right now to include debit cards, cell phones, anything to that effect, it is in some way taxpayer funded. There you go. Great. Huge reports of people coming in. It's freaking fantastic. Prepaid credit cards. I'm glad okay. I elected representatives from my states to make sure that things like that don't happen. <laughs> okay. Um, you know what? I'll get this out of the way, too. There was something else I heard as far as Daily Wire and their reporting. As far as the attack on Saturday, Hamas, um, as people were saying, you know, an intelligence failure. Israel, how did this happen? And they have wall. They are, you know, massive. How, how did it happen? I did not realize it was to this extent of sophistication with Hamas. While Iran, sorry, Iran, <laughs> Get saying, right. oh, we applaud them, but we didn't, we didn't do this. Whatever. Go ahead. Um, yeah, this is Cab Phillips from Daily Wire. Yeah, so a big reason the attack was so devastating is because of its sophistication and the element of surprise. It's clear this was not some thrown-together operation. 
The Gaza border is heavily fortified with a 20-foot wall equipped with high-tech motion sensors and radar detection tools. But on Saturday, Hamas used weaponized drones to target cameras and sensors before bulldozing specific portions of the wall, making way for terrorists to flood in. Mm -hmm. To give you an idea of the size of this operation, Israeli officials say they've recovered the bodies of at least 1,500 Hamas terrorists, while untold more escaped back into Gaza. Have you heard that? 1,500? Not that number, no. I mean, I, no. I've i seen the, the reports on them dropping uh, small bombs on areas where there were surveillance equipment or where there was surveillance equipment, but not that many bodies. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, a lot to that report. Reports also indicate Hamas constructed a mock Israeli settlement in Gaza to train for their attack. So, again, this was a complicated, coordinated effort that yeah. was clearly months or even years in the making. The complexity of the attack also leaves little question that Iran was heavily involved in planning the operation. Right. Yeah. So it's just good to know. And it's exactly what Iran is saying right now. <laughs> You can't have diplomatic relations with these people. By the way, just I know we got to move to some other things, and I want to get to a piece of audio that you have, David. Um, I sent this to myself last night. This old tweet from Trump that was making the rounds. I don't know if you happen to see it. It was from 2013. Um, and <laughs> it was just all caps, no mercy to terrorists, you dumb bastards. <laughs> I mean, the guy the guy can be to the point when he wants to be, for sure. Yeah, that was uh, April 21st, 2013. Yeah, someone else shared that. People were commenting, such a classic, whatever. Yeah, you can't negotiate with these people. No, no there, mercy given. There is also something just really funny about the phrase, you dumb bastards. <laughs> I don't know why, it's just really funny. It does sound like it came from an 80s comedy. You yeah. dumb bastard! Yes, no doubt about it. Okay, what's the audio from Dan Goldman? Yeah, Democrat Representative Dan Goldman was asked about members of his party who've been uh, slow to or still have not uh, condemned what Hamas did in Israel or to sort of excuse it like, hey, there's both sides. There's two sides to this whole thing, guys. All right. And what he came back with is astounding. Here's the question and then the answer. This was on Fox News. Okay. Then you have protests in New York City where they have swastikas. When you have even your colleague, respectfully, Rashida Tlaib, has not been as forceful against what's happening. Um, I, how do you go back to the, to the hill and try to get them to re rally for the Israeli people? Uh, look, there, there are fringe parts of, uh, of many different parties. Uh, there are conservative marches in the South with swastikas all the time. Anti-Semitism is rampant. 100%. Uh, all the time. I what live the hell in the is he South. talking about? I've, I've never driven past a, a rally where there are swastikas being flown. Where's the res Where's the receipts on well, that? Well, there aren't any. He made it up. It was he something made it completely that, up out of thin air, yes. And yeah, if, if there is ever uh, an incident anywhere in this country where somebody shows up with a swastika, it is plastered over the news everywhere as a representation of every conservative voter in America. And, when conservatives denounce it. Right, and conservatives go, well, not no, us. that's not me. That's a sickening, hateful person. 
not a part of us. Fine people. Oh, the fine people hoax. Still out there. Yeah. Well, the left, the media, they lie. That we all know this. I'm telling you. <laughs> Can't let these guys get by with that crap. Yeah, it's true, actually. When I moved back to Texas, uh, Governor Abbott actually personally delivered me my swastika flag. <laughs> is that is that on your license plate? Yeah, Dave? it's on the license plate, too. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. Wow, man. You see this stuff around. It was like the pro-Hamas rally in Dearborn, Michigan. Golly, yeah. I mean, if you had not heard the audio from that, how how do you not denounce that for crying out loud? What do you think that means? Yeah, that, well, that's call for genocide. Yeah, the extermination of the Jewish people. Yes. Okay. So we hear from the left all the time, but can't stand for any form of hate. What do you call that? Well, Rashida? Right. What do you call that? You don't think that's hate? Oh. Yeah. It's just exposing your hate. That's what it comes well, down it's to. It's not real hate. No, real hate is what then? Real hate is when a conservative says something okay. nasty about you know. Yeah, yeah, real, real hate real is hate. dog whistles. Right. That's that's Got what it. it is. It's not that. Okay. They're just funning about. Uh, it's Robin's birthday today, by the way. Mm-hmm. Want to wish you a happy birthday again? Thanks. Going to bring it up. Bring up some topics that you I think would like just to lighten it up a little bit so that because we want you to have a happy birthday. Thank you. What do you got? Uh, there's baseball. Yep. Well, you know what? I mentioned this earlier. This was making the rounds. Because, you know, if you hit 300 in baseball, that's incredible success. One for three. That's 333. 333, yeah. Math never for your strong suit. But that's okay. It's one your birthday. 50, I'm not going to point that four. out. I'm just trying to round up here. Round yeah, down no, here three out of bit. ten, whatever. Okay. So people were asking, what other profession where you have a 30% success rate means you're successful? Wow. <laughs> Anything come to mind? Government shots on shots on goal, maybe in soccer. Oh yeah, you'd be a Hall of Famer, wouldn't you? As yeah. little of scoring there is in soccer, I have no idea. I don't either. I'm just guessing. Somebody said sales and marketing. That's true. Three out of ten. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. Debt collection. Debt collection. Oof. Yeah. I guess yeah, because a lot of people just sort of throw those letters away. Yeah. How about defense attorney? Yeah. Yeah, because you got some real scumbags you gotta that I mean that being said, if I if I know that I'm innocent, I'm hiring an attorney and I don't know the lay of the land in that in that world and they say, Hey, listen, I get three out of ten of my clients off the hook. I'd probably do a double take at first. Exactly. Yes. Sorry to bring up anything bad here, David. Uh songwriter? Yeah. Three out of ten is incredible. Three out of ten is yeah, three hits material. off of one album. I mean that that's a epic album. That's like McCartney era. Yeah, and even that that's that's pretty tough. And then, the funniest response that was making the rounds was whatever that Jim Cramer dude does for a living. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his checks cash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty funny. All right. Uh, much more to get to. 
Hey, that 23 and me. Have you heard the controversy on that? That much more coming up. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week, no thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use a symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. Hey, have you ever been ripped off? It sucks. Having a daily reminder of it is even worse. If you shave with a well-known Big Razor brand every morning, you might be thinking more about how much you paid for the blades than about how smooth your shave is. I'm Andy, the founder of Harry's. We give you a high-quality shave and an expertly engineered product for a fraction of the price that the big guys charge with no compromises. They have five blades. Harry's has five blades. They have a lubricating strip. Harry's has a lubricating strip for extra glide. They have a trimmer blade. Harry's has a trimmer blade for the hard-to-reach areas. They charge up to $4 per blade. Our German-engineered blades cost as little as 2 bucks. Big brands charge higher prices because they can. Harry's keeps you in mind, focusing on high quality at a fair price. So stop rinsing cash down the drain every morning. Get a great shave for a fraction of the price with Harry's. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash soul. That's harrys.com slash soul. I've been taking Nutrafol for about a year. I've been taking Nutrafol for just over four and a half years. My hair was thinning. I just gave birth. I was under a lot of stress. I like Nutrafol because it's drug-free and the number one dermatologist recommends a hair growth supplement. My hair feels thicker. Stronger. The breakage is less. Nutrafol has taken me back to the hair I was meant to have. Join the one million people growing at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. The Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Thank you for being here. Jeremy Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. News update, David Van Camp. Uh, I thought my capacity to be shocked had been, like, tapped out. I thought, like, okay, whatever. Nothing's going to surprise me now. Okay. When it comes to leftist reaction to the terror attack in Israel. Mm-hmm. I just see this. UW-Madison campus. Uh, yesterday, did you hear what they were chanting? Nope, I've not heard this. Waving Palestinian flags and whatnot. Glory to the martyrs! Glory to the martyrs! Do you know what he's saying when we say, we will liberate the land! There you go. We will liberate the land by any means necessary. We will liberate the land! Okay, if you're a decent human being or Jewish on that campus, what's the proper response there? That glory to the murder? Ugh. Okay, I can choose my words or I can just roll. There's a whole lot. I These are clueless people. Clueless or evil. It's one of the two. It has to be. I can't believe she has any idea what she's talking about. 
plane ticket to Gaza. Go. Go. You feel that strongly about it? You're all a part of whatever you want to call this? Then you should go join that fight and reach the same fate as every other Hamas member will. Go right ahead. I mean, it, I, I, I mean, it, it's just, it's stunning to me. Yeah. Yes. I'm becoming but, almost numb to it. Well, man. <laughs> you know. It's like, so tired of dealing with freaks. Well, again, man, when you have far left people raising generations, this is like the second generation in that's been raised by academia. And that has a lot to do with broken families. There's a number of different issues going on, but we are now seeing exactly where people are and what their beliefs are. And it's terrifying. Mm. What's the difference between this and a neo-Nazi rally? Other These than people have been brainwashed to think this is justified. And it's all about decolonization. And Whitey is the true evil on earth and has to be eradicated. And Israel's part of that. That's what they've been brought up to believe. Yep, man. That's not even playing footsie with, with, you know, supporting Hamas. That's openly just saying, yeah, babies being decapitated, they're on board with it. That's what they're saying. Wow. Yeah. This is the Markley Van Camp and Robin Show. Okay. Uh, biggest story of the day. Well, everybody losing their freaking minds um, is one, or at least telling us that they lost their minds years ago. Um, or never grew one to begin with as a result of this. It's sad when even the numbskulls in the White House are smart enough to recognize, okay, we're not going to try to play both sides on this. All right. You can't. You can't. No rational person would. Not when you have stories of children now also being raped and beheaded and a music festival being... The music festival attendees being slaughtered, etc. You can't do both sides of them. No. No. No, there's much more to get to. Straight ahead. The Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. The Robbins trifecta coming up in just a few. News update, David Van Camp. Man. Uh, all right, so a Yale professor is now under fire here. Uh, because she was reacting. She's uh, named Zarina Gruel, and uh, she was reacting to somebody saying, civilians are civilians are civilians, doesn't matter where, in response to the uh, terrorist attack in Israel. Well, this Yale professor, who's written for the Washington Post and other mainstream outlets, responded, settlers are not civilians. This is not hard. We're finding out who all these people are. I think we already knew. Yeah, well. But they're really putting it out there. This is why I love free speech so much, because you can let people tell on themselves. And why in the world would you send your kid there? 
because uh, you're a dope addicted to the prestige of going to Yale when the rest of the world really doesn't care you went to Yale? Sounds right. You want to impress your dinner party friends. That's about it. Or your future is that important for whatever gig or whatever money to go sit through indoctrination like that? Mm-hmm. No, thanks. Oh. <laughs> this all reminds me, the road trip I was on, ended up listening to a book uh, that was recommended by a friend, especially for my wife, called Domestic Extremist by Peachy Keenan, which is hilarious, who is a former feminist that was becoming miserable and then saw all of the lies of feminism. And I can't help but think about different chapters of that book as I'm hearing about these harpies at these universities that are unhappy in life, indoctrinating especially young ladies to be just as miserable as they are. You see a lot of that. And emasculating the guys that come in there. And there's a price to be paid for it. And man, it's really getting exposed to me right now with everything we've seen in the last yeah. few days. Holy smokes, man. Yeah. All right. Birthday boy, Scott Robbins. Yeah. Your trifecta. I want to give you plenty of time today. Oh, well, okay. I mean, whatever you want, man, it's basically yours. Well, I do have one emasculation story, so they'll really? kind of dovetail into what we're doing here, yeah. Well, let's roll right into okay. it. Come Are on. you ready? One, two, look at you It's the three most important news stories of the day. I hit the trifecta. Well, at least according to Scott Robbins. It's the trifecta on the Markley Van Camp and Robbins Show. Every day about this time, Scott Robbins trifecta, helped by his hero. I'm Casey Kasem. Hey, buddy, dinner tonight? A little celebration, huh? What do you say? Casey? Mama told me not to come. Well, I didn't ask your mom. I'm asking you. (laughs) Come on, man. I got a place. I'm ready. I got a place for you. you are, well, he's not coming. He's not coming. He never gotcha. does. Three. He never does. Yeah. Number three, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, G.I. Jane, okay. reveals that she's actually been separated for years from Will Smith. She's what? She She's published. she got a book out called Worthy. Really? <laughs> and it's all, I know it, this psycho babble crap. Just get tired of it. Uh, she claims that uh, in the book, and she claimed to Hoda Kotb today, that uh, she, in fact, has been separated for seven years from Will Smith. They're no longer living together. They don't cohabitate. And she has no plans, and he has no plans on divorcing each other because they made a commitment to, to each other. Okay. This is... David, help me with that. It's got to be like a generational thing that I don't quite get yet. You're going to live totally separate apart, but we made a commitment, so we're going to stay, quote, right. married? Is that some financial thing? Uh, that I, I think yeah. it's maybe, but, well, yeah, maybe. I, I don't know what, what sort of uh, 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 documentation Will Smith has to protect his assets, but maybe that's part of it. Or maybe she said She said they're still trying to figure out between the two of us how to be in a partnership it's if it's been seven years and you've been living apart then you you haven't figured it out yet you're not gonna figure it out jada went on to say that there were a lot of things that led to the fracturing of their relationship Uh uh-huh can you think of one thing right now off the top of your head that may have been a fracturing to the relationship (laughs) she she bragged about 
Oh. You know, having boyfriends in front of her husband. In front of him! On yeah. a podcast! Just when I needed you most. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm This guy slapped Chris Rock, ruined his career for a woman that already left him. I don't know if he really ruined his career, by the way. I, I don't know. I haven't heard much out of him since then. Didn't yeah, he I mean... just have a pretty big movie deal? I can't remember now. I, I know we had a bet. Would he be in a major motion picture? And he was, yeah. but I don't know how big it was. It wasn't very big. Yeah, but it was enough for you to lose the bet. Yeah, of course. <laughs> now, will they reconcile? All right. Is there a chance for a reconciliation? Is she just going to try to keep him around until it, it, she runs out of choices? Totally has because emas- he's going to have choices for years to come. She's running out of time. Totally emasculated, this guy. Yeah. Totally emasculated. Now, on with the countdown. No, I, yeah. Can I just add that as a 90s kid who really liked Will Smith movies, I am really heartbroken at how pathetic that man turned out to be? Yes. Sad, man. And I'm not a 90s kid, but I am as well. It's pretty sad. It's you like, played his records. Yeah, I did. The Top 40 radio. Jiggy, jiggy. I thought, you know what? <laughs> you know, I mean, you're, but getting back to what your initial point is, the guy's got options here. Yes. You know, I mean, I'm sure she has a few as well. But again, when he's in his seventies, he's going to have options, right? Yes. Jada is yeah. now on with the countdown. <laughs> he's ready to roll. Uh, the Scott Robbins trifecta, top three of the day. Two, number two, uh, women's lacrosse coach. You want to talk about? Yeah, for years, uh, Kim Russell was what they call a highly regarded coach, women's lacrosse coach at Oberlin College in Ohio. Her career took a sudden turn last year when she went on social media and had the audacity <laughs> to speak out against men competing in women's sports. She congratulated a swimmer named Emma Wyant. Remember her? She was the real winner of the 500-meter freestyle competition at the NCAA championship after the title was given to Leah Thomas. That turned out to be the beginning of an end for her coaching career. The process was long, drawn out, and painful, according to her. The the women's lacrosse coach was recently uh, demoted after speaking out against the inclusion of men and women's sports. Now says the campus environment has become so hostile, she doesn't feel comfortable even showing up for work. So she's just had enough. She's done. And all of that for speaking out and saying, you know what? I don't think these guys should be competing against these women in lacrosse or swimming or anywhere else because some woman's going to get hurt really bad someday. You know? I've seen that story in different places and saw part of an interview with her. It's awful what's happened to her. It's awful what happened to her. But in the end, she's going to know that she stood up for the right thing. you got to believe there's going to be something better that awaits her they, for doing that. They beat you verbally to oh, death. Yeah. They assassinate your character. These are bad people. Oh, they're terrible people. Oh, man. No doubt about it. And the countdown continues. Yes, the Scott Robbins trifecta, top three of the day. And finally, yes, one. You want to talk about hookers in California? Yeah, uh, women wearing only G-strings are bending over in front of traffic. It's become a real problem. Wow. Particularly, yes, in, what? in National City, California. That's right outside of San Diego. Bad girls. They definitely are, Casey. You're right. I'm not one to judge, but hey. Uh, they're waving to people on the freeway. Just to be honest with you, said the mayor, they're waving them in. Hey, come on in. And then they're showing them their wares. Wow. Bad girls. 
apparently pulling up shirts and all kinds of stuff. This is in reaction to uh, Governor Newsom's uh, Senate bill that he passed repealing a previous law that had banned loitering with the intention of prostitution. So he banned, stuff. he banned that law. So, of course, the pimps had a field day after that, putting them all out there. And this guy's like, hey, man. We got businesses, we got kids in school, we got all kinds of stuff. You got them walking around in negligees, bending over with their bare <laughs> fanny sticking out. Hot stuff. <laughs> I get it. I get it, Casey. Oh, it's, it's been a long time for Casey, all right? He... It's been a long, long time for Casey. I miss you. <laughs> Head to National City, Casey. <laughs> drive your car, drive your Lambo over there. Somebody will bend over and wash the windshield for you. <laughs> oh, man. So, anyway, he's trying to get somebody to repeal it. And idiots like Scott Weiner are involved in this, saying there's no problem with this. And this is, if you don't have a law like this, the abuse of transsexual people goes up. What? That's, that's according to okay. Weiner. That's what he said. You have to have a law that legalizes well, prostitution, essentially, or abuse will be taken out on transsexual people. <laughs> Now, where he that comes to that, how he connects office. all those dots, I don't know. But there you go. Okay. And finally. No, no. Casey, we're done. Well, I th- I had one story if you wanted it. Okay. It, was, it was sort of a good news story for your birthday. Okay, so hot that. stuff. Go, go for it. <laughs> Did you see that this happened in the Chicago Marathon the other day? This woman from Boston, Sarah Bohan, she's running, stopped in the middle to save this little kitten. She was 20 miles in. She spotted the side of the road, scooped it up. She ran around to different spectators until she found a woman who said she'd adopt it. That's nice. Nice story. I thought you would like that. Yeah. She was on pace to beat her personal record before spotting the kitten. She said she didn't care. She still finished in three hours and 31 minutes. You know, Jamie, all we were saying is give cats a chance. That's all. Oh, boy. Okay. Really? It's really been an honor for me. Of all right, course. I'll see you later then. Okay, is that all right? You coming over later? What? We have some birthday Goodbye. cake? Oh, no, he's not coming. <laughs> Never shows up. Never. Scott Robbins, Trifecta. Nice job, Scotty. All right. Thank you. Yes, news update and Nimrods in the news. Straight ahead. list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. Hey. Have you ever been ripped off? It sucks. 
Having a daily reminder of it is even worse. If you shave with a well-known Big Razor brand every morning, you might be thinking more about how much you paid for the blades than about how smooth your shave is. I'm Andy, the founder of Harry's. We give you a high-quality shave and an expertly engineered product for a fraction of the price that the big guys charge, with no compromises. They have five blades. Harry's has five blades. They have a lubricating strip. Harry's has a lubricating strip for extra glide. They have a trimmer blade. Harry's has a trimmer blade for the hard-to-reach areas. They charge up to $4 per blade. Our German-engineered blades cost as little as 2 bucks. Big brands charge higher prices because they can. Harry's keeps you in mind, focusing on high quality at a fair price. So stop rinsing cash down the drain every morning. Get a great shave for a fraction of the price with Harry's. Get a $13 trial set for just 3 bucks at harrys.com slash refresh. That's harrys.com slash refresh. The Mark Van Camp and Robin Show. Jamie Marshall, David Van Camp, Scott Robbins. Another news update, David Van Camp. Uh, well, in the uh, political sphere, at least, uh, we have an update on the Speaker of the House debacle after Kevin McCarthy was ousted from his position as Speaker of the House. Uh, in a closed-door meeting, Republicans have agreed to nominate Steve Scalise. Steve Scalise. 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 Yeah. So I, I, a vote is not scheduled today. The House is going to do something at 3 o'clock this afternoon, Eastern, so just in a few minutes. But um, I, they're apparently not going to have this vote now. I, I don't, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, moving forward here. If he were to be confirmed as Speaker of the House, it's been pointed out, he would be the first Speaker of the House to have been shot by a Bernie Sanders supporter. Boy, that's a glass ceiling ceiling moment. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. I don't think anybody's going to mention that. No. They won't talk about how he almost died. No. Hmm. Oh, you know what? Because we had other breaking news, the story we did not have a chance to get to yet. This 23andMe data hack has a lot of people concerned. Yeah, what about? Well, you had uh, Chinese people targeted in this, also part of the Jewish community. Mm. Because with, you know, the DNA, it can be targeted in the hacking. Now, 23andMe wants to point out to everybody, hey, wait a second wasn't so much our system. Okay, it's that people got, you know, other people's passwords from other places and they just kept plugging in passwords until they found something that uh, worked on our website. So, okay. Victim blaming then. Possibly. Sounds yeah. like it. All right. And in a way, it's you could definitely say, "Hey, you should change up your passwords at your different places because if something else gets hacked, you don't want it to be used for, you know, all of your passwords." Right. I'm not victim-shaming, Scott. You look at me like with anger in your eyes. No, not anger, just victim-shaming I hate. Yeah. You saying you got the same password in a lot of places? Maybe two or three. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, but they're all jumbled, so it'd be hard to figure that one out. That's why why all my passwords are 12345, fill in the blank. 12345, personal email. 12345, bank account. Man, clever. So, and you don't realize how much your DNA is worth, but it's worth a lot to a lot of hackers what because they, people will buy it. My DNA? Yes. Why would they want that? There's a number of different reasons. 
that other people would want to buy it. All of a sudden, being charged with a crime. Well, I mean, not necessarily even that, but also tracking down mother's maiden name, things like that. Yeah, I see. A whole lot of identity theft opportunities there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I've never done the 23andMe thing. No. I was thinking about it one time, and David talked me out of it. Yeah, and then I got roped into a similar, it wasn't 23andMe, but a similar thing. And now I'm just paranoid every single day of my life. It's going to be all right, man. Yeah. It's going to be okay. I know. Yeah, you got talked. I was surprised you got talked in it because you actually talked me out of it. I know. I don't think I want to know anything. You want to just get to Nimrods? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Roll it. When the going gets tough. Damn it, this is too hard. The dumb get dumber. All right, Ian. It's Nimrods in the news on the Martley, Van Camp, and Robbins show. I love the poorly educated. All right. Nimrod's in the news. Uh, we go to New Hampshire. 65-year-old guy, Michael Arnold. He's been arrested for stalking a woman for four years. This is weird, though. It wasn't just following her around. He would also fly a small propeller plane over her house in New York and then throw tomatoes on her roof from above. Oh, man. You heard this story? No. He'd sometimes do these flybys three times a week, and she could hear it. Said he'd fly so close that the doors and windows would rattle. Golly. Woman said she made repeated complaints, but she couldn't get the authorities to take her seriously. Even when her neighbors said, no, she's not lying. There is this low-flying plane. So she couldn't get the police to work with the FAA. Um, And even though this plane was Michael's, he denied that he was the one flying it. It just would not reveal who the pilot is. I'm not going to tell you who takes my plane out. I told the news I might be able to, but I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. If they don't want to get involved, I can't get them involved. He never had a relationship with the victim. It started when he was a customer who would show up at her cafe and be creepy. Finally ordered away from her. Hey, hey Uncle Remus still got that shotgun? <laughs> That'll stop it. And that's Nimrod's in the news.